Hello and welcome to Cameo Guys. I am your host, Mark Nelson, and this week I have Cam with me. How are you doing, Cam? I'm pretty good. How are you, Mark? Yeah, good. And so we are reviewing the cup this week. Um, Did I get shunned for the introduction because it was the one that I said I didn't want to watch? That and your uh, continued attempts at surfing the podcast. I just thought I'd... Uh... Well, I'm here. Yeah, Bakes, bakes, bakes here as well. Uh, but yeah, this was uh, my movie choice. It sure of was. A, one of the, the three movies I didn't want to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cup, 2002, Stephen Curry. No, mm-hmm. 2000. And well, the movie, movie came in 11. 2011, based yeah. on a 2002 Melbourne Cup race. Um, yes. Yeah, that was my my choice. Saw it at the cinemas with uh, John Z. Yep. We walked out after the race <laughs> finished. <laughs> Turns out there was only about an extra two minutes in there. Yeah, we didn't miss much. Yeah, could have stayed. And this was uh, my first time watching it, and boy... How'd you it's, find it, Mark? It's going to be the only time I watch it. Um, it was bad. Yeah. Like. Uncomfortably bad. I, I think in our first episode of this podcast, I talked about how much I don't like Australian film. This I don't is... think the Australian film industry does a lot of good work. There's there's some. There's some. I feel like, I'll, I'll admit I feel there like is, now there is. We, yes. we, we talked about this the other night, Cam and I, about how we think it's Australian more... films started getting a lot better. Is it popular Australian films you don't like? Because I feel like there are some... But this was in no way popular. Oh, I just mean it's... We know about it. I feel like there are a lot of movies out there made by Australians in Australia that we don't know much about. Whereas this one I've known about only because of Stephen Curry and it was actually at the cinemas. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Somehow well, yeah, it made like, it there. What was that? Um, was it The Daughter? Yeah, yeah. The Daughter. Oh. The Daughter's like just the peak of Australian cinema in my mind. It was so good that I actually hated Jeffrey, Ru- Jeffrey Rush for a while. Yeah, it's tough. That's how good he was. Um... Why don't we watch that? Oh, we will. you have said you hated that? <laughs> <laughs> we, I reckon once we've uh, just beaten ourselves down after watching 15 movies we hate, we're going to have to watch like 15 movies we, we like. Yeah. Because this is a tough slog and I, enjoy I, I honestly think this movie is going to be one of the worst we watch. Yeah. Because it was... It's only saving grace was it was under two hours. It, it was yeah. heinous. Like it was... Worse than a TV miniseries. Yep. In terms of quality, in terms of acting, 100%. and production value, bar one scene, which we'll get to. Um, but just, it was so bad. For those who don't know what the cup is or haven't heard of it, it's just the story of the 2002, I guess, prior to the Spring Carnival mm-hmm. and I guess the Melbourne Cup race of following Damien Oliver and the death of his brother just yep. prior to the Melbourne Cup. So it was. One of you know Australia's biggest sporting moments, yep. which and the media fell in love with the story because nothing's better than a personal tragedy to yep. you know put a bit of narrative behind a. And he's the, the most famous jockey at the time and most yeah. successful jockey of at the time. Yeah, so he was coming into that spring carnival season pretty much on a hot streak, and then his brother, who was a bit up and about, if you go by the movie, just yeah. uh, couldn't ride a horse after all of his big talking. <laughs> I feel very uncomfortable with you saying that, especially since this has actually happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is uh, preface stories. this, it was a biopic. I'm just going to talk about the whole thing from what but I saw from, in the from film. From an acting point of view. And from just, the film, yeah, from a... when Jason died, there was not a tear in my eyes. Like no. It was, no. I, you both looked at me because I started wetting myself. Like... It was poorly done. How poorly that scene oh, was yeah. done. They told his wife in the public hallway when it said, let's find someone more <laughs> private. Yeah. I think she even said to the point of, oh, what's going on? I couldn't check my phone. I was at work. Like, 
Surely she knows. You, you know, you've walked into this uh, hospital. There's about 20 people outside she, his room. Yeah, she's been contacted to come to the hospital. Furthermore, yeah. how did they get there before she did? Wasn't this in Western Australia and Damien and the rest of them were in Victoria? I'm going to say it again. She was at work <laughs> and <laughs> could check her phone. Yeah, no, she couldn't get there in the three hours. was quite clear on that. <laughs> was it? <laughs> was it? I, I heard it again. But, okay, so that was one of my biggest issues with this film that I kind of said during my... If you don't like Hello, sound effects. Um, whip crack. <laughs> Got a horse outside. Damien. Okay, um, at least it's appropriate. Yeah, a yeah. bit appropriate. Um, but yeah, like the whole film, I felt like if you didn't understand what the Melbourne Cup means to yeah. like Victoria specifically or mm. racing fans, there was nothing there. It just... I don't think there was anything there for the people that like horse racing. Yeah. Mm. Like we, of... we, we have it. Like, who is this film for? No one. Stephen Curry. Is it for people like us that just put ourselves through this? Well, we saw it. We, we paid, paid money. You, we, you we, put yourself through it twice. We did. We paid hard earns for that. Paid for it once. Second time, I'm not sure how Nielsen got this one. Yeah, by paying for it, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tracked it down to find you it in any legal means. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see anyone yeah, wanting horse, to... People that love horse racing, I don't think would like this movie no. just because it's a really... I think they'd be more annoyed, if anything. Yeah. It's just, I, I I don't get it. I don't know who the audience is. I don't know why this film was made. And as you said, like, if you don't know anything about it, you're lost. I was yeah. lost the whole movie. Like, yeah. I hate the Melbourne Cup. Like, I have no interest in it whatsoever as a no, no, casual observer on the day. I enjoy get the day off but I don't want to have a punt. I don't want to watch it or anything. So this movie was even worse for me because I'm just like... Mm. Something you don't actually care about and it's just poorly done. Yeah, yeah, like there was nothing really in it to make me go, oh, I can find a shred of no. like I just decency felt, in this product. I felt sorry for Sean McAuliffe. Yeah, and that, no I, effort I think that yeah. was the painful thing as well. Like you see Sean McAuliffe and you're like... He's going to do something right, funny. Mm. Let's, let's giddy up. It's going to be good. No, nah, he does no, nothing. No giddying up. And I, I, I think I like I like Brendan Gleeson, who was the the Irish yes, trainer. Yeah, Brendan Gleeson. I was wondering how they got him. Always happy with. Oh, I don't he, know. Um, he's done a lot of like Australian films or films filmed in Australia. Like, yeah. For some reason, he was in Mission Impossible too, which oh. was filmed up in Sydney as well. Like, Maybe he's just right, to, like, yeah. right place, right time. And Maybe. he was Mad Eye Moody. He was Mad Eye Moody. Yeah, or maybe the appeal was, I can get to Australia for free to watch the Melbourne Cup. Let's go. That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe know. he's a big racing fan. We don't know. I'd probably, probably not a big fan of this movie, I would have thought. But <laughs> Stephen <laughs> Curry was something. uncomfortable on screen. Oh, he was oh Stephen oh. Curry. Oh. What a national treasure. <laughs> he, no, okay. I know we discussed it a while ago, but... Can we name something other than The Castle that he did well? I've actually got a list of movies he's in. All right, let's do this because we need to fill in some time this episode because <laughs> there's not a lot to talk about no. with this film. Thunderstruck. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't remember until actually seeing it. I'm like, oh, I heard about that one. Obviously never saw it. Was, Don't want to see it. Was he in a movie about a fast food shop? He was. Uh, Takeaway. Takeaway yes. 2003. With Vince Colosimo. Yes, there's the fish and chipperies. Mm-hmm. The Nugget. The Nuggets there, you're doing very well, actually. I don't think I hated The Nugget. Yeah, it wasn't great, though. Nah, because um, it's an Australian film. <laughs> the Wog Boy. 
What was he in the Walk Boy? I'm not sure. I'm not going to click on it. But he's, okay, he was in right. it. <laughs> um, Save your legs, as we discussed oh, last yeah, week. Yeah. Um, Coming to a podcast near you soon. <laughs> <laughs> the Castle. Yep. Rogue. Nope. Nope. Apparently, it's actually a decent. I think he's a small role in it. Okay. He's just managed to get it on his list there. <laughs> Is this a recent movie? 2007. Yeah, it's too recent. Um, and then we've got Hounds of Love, which I actually saw. And I, it was. I didn't mind it, but it was very uncomfortable because it's about a very. Sensitive subject. Okay. Oh, so no. Um, so I'm not going to be going to see that again anytime soon. So he's just he's just not great. Yeah, and he's done a few like you mentioned the commercials were right. Yeah, just and he's done a few TV TV miniseries. He was um Graham Kennedy. Graham yeah. Kennedy, and yeah. not great in that either. He was in Cloud Street, which is based off an Australian book. Oh yeah, yeah. it was a TV show. I never watched it, but he was but he's in not it. he's not the actor I would say to hire to carry an entire feature length. No, no. I think they got it right when they put him in commercials. He's yes, yep. when you, you let Dave Lawson do most of the work. <laughs> exactly. Um, didn't think he even performed the role well. Like they even no. had footage at the end of actual Damien Oliver, and I was just like, That's not "Well, normal. he looked nothing like him. He got none of his mannerisms down pat. No. Didn't even attempt the, yeah, the, the voice. Let's just say that what it is: it's the jockey voice. Yeah, we all, <laughs> nothing yeah. like he was." <laughs> <laughs> That's our Jockey from the Simpsons episode. Yeah, pretty much. But like, he was just Stephen Curry on film. Yeah, he just lost a lot of weight. Yeah, he did and yeah, weight, another yeah. thing, didn't need to see that rig more than once. No, and that, I think that's times. why it's like well, he's lost all this weight. Let's show it because it's like, oh, he's done something. Let's mm. make sure it's in there. <laughs> we made him do some work for this role. <laughs> yeah. But the what? scenes where it was he and his wife were especially uncomfortable. Oh, oh sorry, that, his yeah. girlfriend. They weren't wives. Sorry, his girlfriend. It wasn't wife. He made oh. a point of saying that, actually. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. When he won the award. Well, we did yeah, notice. Yeah, girlfriend. We, and it's staying that way. We, um, we noticed that she didn't leave the apartment much. She didn't. She, she didn't was, get out. She was on permanent lockdown. <laughs> he did say he was uh, <laughs> he was uh, punching well above his weight, so he's gone, <laughs> you're not leaving the house. Yeah, yeah. That was literal as well, because he was tiny. He was like 40 kilos. <laughs> Good by you, Bakes. Yeah, that's <laughs> some good gear. I, I don't know what to say. Like, do we... Well, I think one of my favourite and least favourite scenes okay, yeah. was um, at the footy, where they've combined the stock footage, the, the actual match, and then also tried to recreate their own but Jason that's, McCartney. That's some, I feel like they got different camera angles somehow. Like, they must have gone to Channel 7 and gone... They would have got um, give us, the give ones us on all the, the footage. On the ground level. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, there was... Like yeah, they had it through the, the film filter that they... Like, they had, again, they if, had a strange filter across all yeah, the shots in this. Yeah. But when you're mixing like the real footage of the footy match and then you're recreating your own, it looks really tacky. It's not good. Oh, and and uh, I'm like, that's not Jason McCartney. They had some... That's Dr. Doctor, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Doctor for our international <laughs> listeners is a horrendous Australian program. It's Rush, man. <laughs> uh, underbelly. <laughs> Yeah, international listeners. Offspring as well? Offspring? Wait, I don't know. Not much help for the internationals. For our international listeners, listeners, if you're an Australian actor, you're in pretty much every single Australian drama, no to man. You've got to take what you can get. There's not a lot of roles going around here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and like they had scenes. My biggest gripe was every five minutes, there was a scene of a well known journalist or TV presenter or journalist that they, rather than just getting someone else. In to pretend to be that person like they have with the rest of the cast. You have the actual we, TV personality, which I thought that was weird. It is a bit weird. 
I mean, like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's better to do it that way than just get all these different people. I, I think it's at one point I said, I said, if they're just going to have these guys as their actual selves, just get Damien Oliver in to do the acting for himself. Like, and if they're going to have the legitimate presenters, just tell them to bring their own microphone. If you're mm. from Channel 9, a presenter, say, can you grab a Channel 9 microphone? <laughs> there was definitely a scene where there was a big... Uh, Almost like an announcement to the press and you could clearly see that the poor production assistant <laughs> had been given a pair of scissors with an A4 bit of paper and had glue-sticked some uh, like channel logos to some microphones. The SBS one was real dodgy. Oh, just, oh. Well, the Sky, the, the Sky one off. was peeling off. Like, I'm sorry, someone from Sky Racing isn't going to a press conference with their microphone. Well, how up. hard would it have been to get a microphone? Oh, probably not. Yeah, hard at yeah. All. Fucking, oh, you're right. going to get some free advertising here. Yeah, no, no, no. From no, the 20 just... people that are going to come see no, this No, we'll film. just get well, a bit of paper. Even yeah. more, as I mentioned earlier, the production of this film took three years. So 2003 or 2006. Doesn't sure. show. In that time, they could be like, send an email off, hey guys, can we borrow a microphone for a day? Can I just make a comparison oh, okay. for a film series that took like three years to film? Yep. Peter Jackson dished out The Lord of the Rings in three years. Wow. <laughs> and it took... Mm. That's, that's, bit, that's a bit the of difference it, yeah. we're talking here. Yeah, not dissimilar. I'm sure <laughs> I've, I've probably uh, I've discounted any you know pre-production and post-production that went into the Lord of the Rings, but from a pure shooting schedule. The yeah. only defence of the cup is that they would have had to wait for the actual Melbourne Cup in 2006. But still, they've had a long time and they haven't done much. No, no, no. Like, like what? Uh, what? What is there to say? Like, it, it's a it's a movie about a race. And they get to it within the last four minutes. Oh, they could have... It was built up to the point where the race was going to happen so quickly and it took yeah. so long. They were just trying so hard to make sure they drew this out. Yeah. Oh, they were just absolutely treading water the There was so time. much like, padding in there. Creating characters. Three to four montages. A couple, yep. of, oh, that, couple of montages of Damien training. A couple of montages of the horses <laughs> that's training. A, what, that's one of my favourites as well, actually. The, the footage of... Damien Oliver doing his little weights montage was right up there. And the horse <laughs> montages as well. They were all quite good, actually. But from, from a, I'm really enjoying watching this. I don't know if you can call it his little montage. <laughs> his little man montage. Oh, it was really piss poor. But there was nothing... When you think <laughs> weights montage, you think like Rocky or just don't yeah. do it. No, you just get Don't do a man on like... 10 what? kilo weight bar. On the exercise ball. <laughs> and the balls. medicine ball. <laughs> Don't give him doing a sit up sort of an exercise ball. And he did like one 25 metre lap of a pool. That was that. <laughs> <laughs> he was all alone as well. I thought he was going to drown. He should have drowned. Would have been a better end. Oh, damn. Sorry, Damien. <laughs> Whoopsie. All right. So, yeah, like literally, there is no synopsis to say of this film other than we saw one guy training to be in the Melbourne Cup, his brother dies. He has a he crisis his, of confidence. And he then wears his brother's pants in the Melbourne Cup yeah. after the crisis of confidence. Mm-hmm. And then he wins the race. Yep. Yep. Movie done. That's yep. it. That's I, what's happened over an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> How, it's actually quite amazing they managed to get it to that length. Uh, well, they did it by putting in <laughs> uneventful scenes and making characters out of so nothing and just going, scenes. yeah. Just. Just, just painful. Zero chemistry between any of them. Uh, <laughs> and my biggest gripe, the brothers constantly calling themselves my boy. My boy. Yeah, well, that's... Well, that's that must they... have been like 
something which actually happened between them. It's two really weirdly specific. Because he, Damien Oliver actually did say that after the race. Yeah. He actually, so unless they just got that one bit of information from Damien and said, <laughs> well, it all we, the time. Know, we know this much, guys, so we're putting that everywhere in the movie. I just, I, I still don't understand who this film was made for. Yeah. I, no one. They made it for fun and uh, yeah, it's not a fun to watch. Really? I, I'm just amazed that this has been seen for a second time. Yeah. Mm. I, don't think, I think we might be the first people on earth to see this twice. Pretty, like even the director and the like editor of this <laughs> no, film nah. edited like, should we give it a once over? No, nah, <laughs> no, fucking not if you doubled me pay. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> well, they just constantly hired new editors. One <laughs> yeah. person, no, I'm done, mate. Next person, no, I'm done as well. One viewing, it must be out. so good. Just, I, I can't do it. <laughs> I we're not very long into this podcast. No, that's fine. Can, can we stretch this out anymore? My uh, thoughts are we can't. I, yeah, I think I think giving this more words is pointless because what are we going to oh, say? Oh, they did more horsey stuff? You quite oh, liked actually, the last scene. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you so quite liked the last. We, we did discover that it took three years because there was one scene at the end. So the whole film used a lot of... Very poorly done stock footage. Yes, very poorly done. Clearly, a lot of the budget went towards the final race, which was their recreation of the Melbourne Cup, which was actually shot fairly well. Yeah. And from what I was seeing, I mm. assumed it would actually be very difficult to do. Like, how do you train certain horses to not mm. you know, be racing at the speed? Like, it was almost, I would assume, almost a shot for shot. Yep. From what actually happened in real life with, you know, Media Puzzle had, like, a fairly big, big lead. lead. Like... Mm. I was impressed that they were actually able to and actually, it recreate looked, It looked really good. It yeah, wasn't it just... Good. There was a nice little moment of quiet before the race yeah. started that yeah, actually went, that. oh, this is a nice bit of, hmm. you know, tension building. But, but, but I think then the tension em- building when you know that he's going to win the race. I think no, the, yeah. the emotional build-up really wasn't there from the first hour and a half of the movie. Yeah. No. There was like, I'm not invested in the win yeah. because I know he wins. I know he's... Yeah, when you know the ending to a movie... But see, like... The hour 40 is kind of... But I don't find that an issue with other biopics. No. But, like, but they can when we watch The in. Aviator... Oh, you know the we end. Know, yeah. We know Howard's... Harold is going to... Uh, <laughs> Harold's going to go a bit loopy. We know that, but you yeah. build to it and you yeah. earn the audience's... Yeah, you actually create character. On. Yeah, whereas you don't, with this... Whatever this was, This I was... Know. He's going to win the cup. Yeah, cool. how do we get there? Well, and all the conversations leading up to it are nothing conversations. Mm. Oh, just there's awful. nothing of substance. Oh, you're you're riding an Irish horse. How how dare you? How dare you? I'm. And sure then I'm everyone's favourite random Italian bloke that rocked oh, up like the last few days. Disgust him. Yeah, I know. The Italian he jockey was annoying as all hell. Hey, <laughs> and quite very obviously an a, an Australian-born yeah. guy who's just putting on an Italian accent. He's probably gone. Oh, me, me great grandfather was Italian. I've <laughs> done. I've got the chops. Eh. <laughs> yes. Just that that like, stuff like that annoyed me. Yeah. And like they make a big deal about the guy who wasn't even the trainer. I think his role was the foreman. And there was this big moment for him where he had to pick up a cup, and we had to spend yeah, a random about number three minutes of him going, "How dare you make me do this?" It's like, mate, no one cares. Pick up a cup. This isn't a big deal. As a person that doesn't know anything about the Melbourne Cup, do they do that? They do do that, yes. Oh. That is how they draw barriers. Oh, exciting. Well, we got ourselves an expert here. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is how they draw barriers, but I don't see the suspense around it. Like, no, there wouldn't has, be. He has no way of knowing which and one is yeah, which. The only good part was the Italian. Eh, 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 <laughs> yeah. Not that one. I hey. told him to get me a good barrier. <laughs> he was the saving grace in that scene because of his accent. Yeah. So that is the cup. Is the cup. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave it there and uh, move into our weekly segment. So let's just say, for as we always do, Bakesy, our recommendation for this film. I would not recommend this to horse lovers, movie lovers, or people with spare time, or even Stephen Curry lovers. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not even. For I, them. I want to find a Stephen Curry lover and go. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Uh, my recommendation, I never wanted to see it. I'm annoyed that I had to see it. <laughs> well, in terms of the isolated, this as something I don't want to see again. Very appropriate because I didn't want to see it again and I you, certainly uh, don't you, want to see it you again. You hit the brief. <laughs> never again. <laughs> Real bad. So uh, that's us done and now it's time for Cam's <laughs> review. All right. Well, or Cam's rating. Yeah, ra- the ratey review. We still, a week on, have not come up with a name for it. No. I'll get one though. Cam does... Uh, I don't know. Oh, we'll think of something. Let's, let's workshop it off. Yep. We'll workshop yeah. it off. All right. This was really painful. Uh, Wait, so basically, the Emoji movie got zero. zero. I would rather watch the Emoji movie again. Yeah. And I was quite adamant that I never wanted to watch that I'm again. surprised you gave a zero so early on. Yeah, I went, I went a bit early you've, with you've, that one. You've ruined your and, benchmark. But that's and okay. Happy Death Day got one and a half, one and a half. baby faces. Mm. Yeah. So this is... Point five. So it's, half. What's is it? Half a star. Half a star. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's not stars. Sorry, what is it? Half of point five. That barley business time. <laughs> we should quickly touch on that as well. Um, there was a scene <laughs> in the film where a lot was mentioned around the barley bombings. To which the character of Jamie Oliver referred to Jamie it as... Oliver? Jamie Oliver? Jamie what Oliver? Damien? Damien? Why am I calling Jamie? Oh, let's cook some stuff. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's <laughs> a lunchtime. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Lovely, Sorry, that Damien Oliver referred to as... To a guy who had been in the bombing and was in yes, a hospital bed. a footballer, Jason McCartney, who people might, in Australia might know that he got horrifically burnt and yep. it was very serious. So uh, Damien goes to visit him and goes, I heard about that barley business. <laughs> People have died, Damien. <laughs> it's not a business. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, so point, it's point five of those. Point five, that barley business. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Let's, go. It's let's, done well to earn point five. Yeah, the, it's yeah. done very well to earn yeah, that. If emoji didn't get zero, I would have given it a zero. All right. And now, yes. for everyone's favourite segment. Oh, it's my favourite. It's time for What Does Bakesy Love This Week? Well, it's kind of turned from a love to a people have lack of appreciation of this. So you love it. I, I just think it deserves a bit more credit. Mm-hmm. And this was last week it didn't get the go. And this week it now does because there's nothing better this week than... I would, I'm still strongly against last week's segment. I loved it. I would have gone on forever. All We've right. yet to receive any feedback on it. I will plea to the audience again. Please write in. <laughs> this is if, about... we, if we could squash this segment or retool no, it, I'd appreciate it. it. Greatly underappreciated... Cardboard boxes. Okay. And the reason I think it's underappreciated is because they don't understand the adversity it faced when they were first used to package and send goods. <laughs> this is just a little... Wait, 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 wait. What? Well, say back in the... Dawson shaking his head at this. <laughs> just give me strength. <laughs> so initially, so if you were building... The incentive to build rail in America was you got land for it. 
that was what they were getting for it. So if you built, you know, X amount of land, it's well, here's X amount of track. So obviously they wanted to build as much track as possible to get the most amount of land. But they were also in charge of shipping goods. So when they get given a fuckload of land, they have a fuckload of trees so they can make a fuckload of wooden boxes. I Sorry, just wooden pallets. This is things Bakesy loves, not Bakesy's history lesson. <laughs> yeah, I just think they're underappreciated. So all of a sudden cardboard boxes are around, which are a much more efficient way of shipping things, but people are charged 400 times more to send it through cardboard boxes because the people of the railway industry were like, no, you're not going to get to do it. So they had to take them to court, and as a result, we now have cardboard boxes everywhere. And people don't know that history. Thank God. And now, and now <laughs> they're everywhere. Maybe a handful of people listening to this podcast <laughs> will know. I think people will be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this is not what I'm here for, but man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would learn that at the box factory. Mate, you should. We don't go there enough, though, do we? No, we should. If we were students of Springfield Elementary, we'd go there every year. <laughs> but would we come back? <laughs> My boy's been turned into a Okay, so cardboard boxes. Cardboard boxes. Next time you see one, just think about that. I see one. As Maybe next week, Banksy. Think outside of the box for what you love. Oh, oh. for you, Nelson. Banksy, I'll, I'll give peel, you this. Peel. Last week he picks how Happy Death Day ends, and this week he gets that one. Yep, yep. At work this week, Bakes, I'm going to thank every box I see. Just, yeah. There you go. I might cut every... a few up. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just get spot Fuck it. <laughs> All right. So that's what uh, Bakesy loves this week. Yep. Sure was. All right. So moving briskly along now. Uh, have we been watching anything this week? Sure have. Mm-hmm. I actually started watching a TV show called The XPM, Sean McAuliffe. That's on Netflix. Elaborate on that. Uh, Sean McAuliffe plays the ex-Prime Minister and they're currently writing... Oh, oh I thought you were seen. saying like... I thought XPM, XPM as in the letters. I've watched the XPM as well. Oh, okay, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, just getting into it now. Yeah, so it's about him as an ex-Prime Minister of Australia. It is, and they're writing his uh, autobiography or biography, I'm not sure. Because she, some... she's writing it, but technically she's... I'm not sure if she's dictating like... Dictating from him. Yeah. It's Anyway. Yeah, writing a book about his life and times as the Prime Minister. Yep. Yeah, great show. Yeah. Very interesting. Cool. Mm. Might have to give that a go. Definitely. All right. Uh, I've been watching... Well, I watched the movie Chicago, the Oscar-winning musical starring Richard Gere, Richard Gere, Renee Zellweger, Catherine (laughs) (laughs) Zeta-Jones. That's great, and John C. Riley. (laughs) What? You? This is like a three. This is a three. This is egregious now. You are. Can we, can we say you're a, like you're a through and through fan now? I like John C. Riley. I've never said I don't like oh, him. We heard this last week. <laughs> Didn't believe it then. I feel like you're just you're, you're putting words in my mouth. I don't like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley together. On their own, they're fine. We'll turn you around because you're clearly a John C. Riley fan. I am. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, it was good. it was a really good movie. I thought the the, the acting was really good and all the songs were really catchy and it was really interesting. Lee made hmm. Yeah And I deserved all the wins No I quite enjoyed it so. Yeah But I don't uh, hate John I don't hate John you C. Don't Riley, hate John so. C. Riley. Yeah. Well I've been watching A lot of stuff Yep Later uh, on Well We're in Prime time TV Time Prime time Time, time, time to time a lot um, But yeah every, Like all A lot of shows have come back Restarted their season So I've uh, been straight back Into a lot of all the CW shows 
So mm. Riverdale's back, The Flash is back, Arrow's back, Legends of Tomorrow is back. I believe you once said that if all the superheroes were in a fight, do you think The Flash would win? I stand by that. Okay, just making sure. I wasn't sure I was making that up. Can Superman outrun The Flash? He cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming, boys. <laughs> Is this my new segment? Can we piss off Nelson with really <laughs> bad questions about superheroes yeah. and comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but can he though? Of course he can. Why? The Flash is always going to beat you. No, I said, can Superman beat well, the Flash? No, he can't. Oh. Glad we've established this, guys. Because yep. the Flash has the speed force. But Superman is a Superman. Gilly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. Um, so I've been watching those. Um, some other good stuff that's coming out. There's a, another superhero show, but it's based, it's made by Fox. Um, so it's set in the same kind of universe as the, all the X-Men movies called Gifted, which is quite good. Okay. Um, what else was I watching? I finished, um, I reckon, a great show if you guys haven't watched it, Atypical on Netflix. Oh, I have, I've, I've seen Which I've is seen about it. a uh, autistic yes. kid who's... Like a senior in college, and has decided uh, that he wants to start dating. Yep, and it's how he deals with that whilst also being autistic and not, you know, being able to pick up on social cues and stuff. Great show. Yep, yep. I I actually have been wanting to watch that, so yes, I might get onto that. And now, my oh, favorite, no. my favorite segment. So, <laughs> predictions. It's time to spin the wheel. What are, what are we what are we feeling? What's left? Oh, I think I've got mine. Return to Nims Island. Yep. Mims Island? Nims, Nims. Island. Nims. You got Nims. Nims and Backyard Ashes. Oh. I've got all three of mine are still on there. The ones you've picked, but yeah. we've copped the we've all technically copped one now because it was Miami Vice, the Aviator, and now the Cup. In the same way I wanted to see the Cup, I want to see Backyard Ashes. I I, really I, want to watch I backyard think Backyard Ashes, backyard Ashes is Oh, that's that's much better than the Cup. And the I think cup is, I think we're all just because we watched such bad stuff, we're like, oh no, Backyard Ashes is going to be great. <laughs> and then we're going to watch it and just be like, no, but it's Fuck. funny. It's fu- it's actually, it's funny because it's awful. Mm. And there's, just, I don't know, there's funnier stuff in it. All right. Honestly, I'm willing to say that the neighbour on the other side in Backyard Ashes is Stephen Curry and he was just trying to get a game. <laughs> he wanted it so bad. There, I re- If we look close enough, he's in the background. He's there somewhere. Yeah. He All was right. the cat. Are we doing it? We're doing it. Let's yeah, we can it. do it. All right. Spinning. Again, I'm just hoping for no paranormal activity as per usual. Oh, that'd be so good though. I want Get Out. Get Out would be interesting. And the, go back to last week, the director of... Oh God, here we go. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Fuck me. We are watching... Avatar. Oh, are you fu- No. I'm right with that. I'm not... It's been a while. I think it could have aged poorly. It's three hours, isn't it? It's a long one. Let me uh, <sighs> let me get the runtime up. I don't. Okay, I picked this one. This was your pick, so because I've seen it once, and I think about halfway through, I I was done. I think I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. I was done. I I don't I don't think it was it was boring. I don't know. Who does John C. Ryder play in it? Um, probably one of the blue people. <laughs> Probably one of the blue people. <laughs> Maybe one of the avatars or something. Struggling to get the runtime up. Yeah, well, we're willing to say it's three hours, surely. I, I want to know because... It's at least. I feel like we're going to have to mentally prepare for this one. Oh, I'm already mentally prepared. I'm ready. I'm not. If, if we could spin it again. 
Wow. Oh, no. What? It's the longest we've had to do. No. How is it longer than Aviator? It is two hours and 51 minutes. Oh, so yeah. I assumed Aviator was three hours. Yeah. Okay. So it's... Okay. Well, there you go. We've got nine minutes up our sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a tough one yeah. to get through. Yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. <laughs> You're already so deflated, Nelson. It's such a long it's already, time. It's there are some when you. I just as soon as I I did the same with Miami Vice. As soon as I hear we have to do it, it's just like I regret ever having this. You know what would have been worse? Ones. Australia. Nah. Um, did um, you guys not notice what was next to Avatar on the the wheel? Yeah, we I, were very close to Australia. At least it'll be easier to research on this than it was the cup. Oh, there will be a lot of trivia. Because if you type in the cup to Google, you don't get much on the movie. No, you And then when you you put movie and put the year in, you still don't get very much. (laughs) It's... Oh, God. (laughs) Well? Well, are we ready? I I think we'll uh, we'll leave you guys and uh, we'll start preparing for what is going to be a tough slog through Avatar. I'm excited. I'm... I quite, as I said, I quite liked it last time. So, and again, listeners, Bakesy cannot not love something. So mm-hmm. here we are once Imagine, again. How many cardboard boxes are in Avatar? How many we used behind the scenes? That's probably what we need. That's a lot. Maybe, that's, maybe, maybe that's what you need to go back and research, <laughs> Bakes. Google how many cardboard boxes were used to the filming of Avatar. Who Next gives time a you fuck? see one, <laughs> <laughs> just think of the battle, guys. <laughs> Well, let's let's leave it at that, everyone. So, uh, thank you for listening, as usual, guys, and uh, we'll we'll uh, speak to you next week. Till next week. Bye bye.